everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host. I have lived in Phoenix since 1999, and before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a grandmother, mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follow of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999, and throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have the magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living your best life and enjoying work and time off. As a lawyer, it feels that I'm never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my cases and my clients, and it seeps into my everyday life. But I do my best to enjoy work and time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law and really in any other business that you're in. This podcast is a podcast about time management and wellness, and it's for anyone, just not, not just lawyers. Okay, so I'm calling this podcast Count Your Blessings, and it's not a novel subject. You hear a lot about gratitude practice and just being thankful, and I have to be honest, it's really hard for me. I do not have the ability, I think, to keep a gratitude journal because I complain all the time. And it's something I really have to watch because otherwise I just become a curmudgeon who is just complaining all the time about the long lines that I'm waiting in and the traffic and the too hot weather and the too cold weather and whatever it is, I can complain about it. So I have to work really hard on that. So I'll tell you why I'm thinking about this topic. Um, Well, it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Next week is Thanksgiving. So that's a big reason. And I went from having like 10 days of just the worst days and so much stress to coming out of it like a ray of sunshine was shining on me. And it made me feel so thankful and relaxed and grateful. And I want to tell you about how I got there. So um, two weeks ago, I had this crazy week where I was in court every day and I had an in-person case in Navajo County. For me, that is three hours away and it's almost in New Mexico. It's past Flagstaff. It's a really far drive. And it was going to be a case where I also needed to be there for a four-hour trial The trial ended up going the whole four hours, and I got there an hour early to meet my client. So it was a full day thing. I left at nine in the morning, and I got home just before nine at night, a full 12 hours of being on the road. And I stopped, I took stops on the way there and no stops on the way back because I just wanted to get home so bad. And I had a backup plan for stopping on the way home if I was too exhausted, but I ended up not needing it. So on the way there, I stopped at a Burger King and I had like a tiny breakfast. I don't remember what it was. And I remember I was thinking I'd probably stop around 11-ish and grab something. Burger King works well because they have the Impossible Whopper. And uh, Carl's Jr. works well too because they have the Beyond Patty. Uh, because I don't eat meat, so I can stop at those places for something quick. Del Taco has uh, Impossible Tacos, so some fast food options, because I really couldn't sit down and and have a meal, and I probably could have brought maybe like a peanut butter and jelly or something, but I wasn't that prepared. And I don't always eat fast food. It's probably, I don't know, once or twice a month maybe, so if it's a situation where I have to pick up fast food, it's it's fine because I'm not eating a ton of it. So on the way to Navajo County, I stopped and had a Whopper. And um, I bought two of them because it was a special where you could get two for $6, or you can get one 
for like $5.99. It was like one cent more. So I got the two, but I ate um, half of one and was driving. And then I had um, a, a couple more bites actually when I parked a couple hours later. And then I, I, I stopped and got gas. So I had two stops on the way there. And when I got to my location, it was a court that I wasn't familiar with. So I couldn't find the door. <laughs> it was this complex that was large-ish, and it was all the government buildings, but there was nothing that just said court. And finally, I just went into an entrance that said government building, and that happened to be where the court was. And the court wasn't close to the parking lot. Like, you parked and you had to walk a while. And I was wearing my stiletto heels and when I got out of the car the little heel tip fell off and in a stiletto it's kind of like a nail that holds up the heel and the nail clicks when you lose that little rubber rubber pad so I was clicking the whole way into the court and I'm just thinking this is going to be a long afternoon so I went and and by the way, it's something you can easily get repaired at a shoe repair shop, and I have a guy in Phoenix who does it, but of course, I'm in Navajo County, I'm not near my house, I can't do anything about it, and um, I'm just clicking up to the door. So I go inside, and I check in, and luckily, the whole cord is carpeted, so you can't hear my heel clicking the whole time. And then I spread out my materials for the trial. And I open up a pen and all this black ink pours out of it. And this happens to me with these, I use the Uniball pens. I've always used these pens. I've used them for over 20 years. They write wonderfully. I hate a ballpoint pen. I know that sounds weird. But in my experience, if I have office supplies that work for me, it makes my job better. So sometimes even I'll get like legal pads that are kind of prettier because it just gives me this little... I don't know, a little boost. So I open the pen and all this ink just starts pooling out of it. And with these pens, the only downside to them is that sometimes when you hit a higher altitude, the ink just starts draining out really quick. I've had it happen on planes with these pens and um, I was up in the mountains and so it was happening with this. So it just sucked. And I'm just like, okay, this is going to be a long ass afternoon. But then the trial started and the trial actually went well, you know, just in terms of the evidence coming in. And the judge was very cordial. I had never met this judge before. And, and the judge was so cordial and nice. The afternoon just went along well. And so then I had to drive back. So it's five o'clock, actually a few minutes after five, because I talked to my client. The judge takes the matter under advisement. So I'm not going to know for probably a couple of months what the ruling is. So my client and I chat for a few minutes about the day and the evidence and, and what we think. And then I get in my car and then I start driving. And I drove all the way through back to my house. I didn't stop for gas. Um, I, the gas was fine. Like I was at empty, like right when I pulled into my driveway, but it wasn't where I was going to run out of gas. I didn't need to stop for it. And I was, um, I still had a one whole Whopper left <laughs> because I only ended up eating one, um, throughout the whole day. It was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I, um, just went inside and I sat at my kitchen table and everyone was sitting around and we were talking and I was so tired that I couldn't even go upstairs and change. I sat at my kitchen table for an hour till finally I said, that's it. I have enough energy to go upstairs. I'm going upstairs and I'm laying down and going to bed. So I go to bed and the next day was Veterans Day. So my plan was, I mean, officially it's a holiday, but... It's a, it was a Thursday, so it was fell on an odd day, so I didn't feel like many people would be taking the day off, and I don't think anyone took it off. I think some people might have changed, 
turned it into a four-day weekend and added Friday into it. But I don't think many people did that because my phone was ringing off the hook. Uh, if I talked to a few lawyers, you know, so lawyers did, weren't off that day. My staff was off. Both of them were out for the day. And I was managing the office by myself. I really didn't sleep in. And it was a day where I could have. And on a day where I can sleep in, it never happens. I'm always up at five for some reason. And on a day when I have to get up and get out the door, then my alarm is going off and I'm sleeping during my alarm and I keep hitting snooze and it's hard to get up. But if I don't have to get up, 4.30, 5 a.m., I'm up like a shot and then exhausted for the whole day. And my daughter didn't have school, so I didn't have to get up early and take her. This year has been a challenge because she starts school at 7.30. <laughs> and so the traffic in front of the school is just terrible. She could walk maybe but it's sort of a far, far walk and it's chilly in the morning and in the beginning of the year it was super hot in the morning. So um, we take her to school and my husband and I trade off. But on a day when she doesn't have school where I don't have to worry about her getting out the door, getting her up, is such a delight. So she didn't have school and so I could just take my time. I also went and uh, in the morning got a pedicure and worked during my pedicure and then went into the office and it was just this chaos of like phone calls and all these emails and here's the thing with a with a holiday that I've noticed the holidays that aren't necessarily Christmas of course or Thanksgiving those days are quiet although I will tell you I have received messages on both of those days with people asking me to call them back and I'm not there. Like, I'm not coming in on Christmas. I'm not coming in on Thanksgiving. That's never, ever going to happen. But I will tell you my two favorite days of the year to work, the day after Christmas and the day after Thanksgiving. Those days are a delight. <laughs> no one calls. It, it seems like everyone ramps up before the holiday. Like, they want to get in. They want to get it done. And then the holiday comes and boom, quiet. And those days afterwards are just so nice. I spend those days usually just reading transcripts and cleaning up a bit and organizing my files. And my they're my absolute two favorite days of the year to get some work done. So um, Thursday, I go in, all this work has to be done. And on Friday, I have an adoption to do and a bunch of hearings afterwards. So it was just a crazy week. And the adoption actually, if you can believe it, took place in my office. It was virtual. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever think you could do an adoption virtually, but it worked really smooth. I was really worried about it, but it was fine. It was great. And it was a really happy adoption. All adoptions are, which is one of the joys of practicing law is when you can do an adoption. Because it's the one thing where it's just a happy, happy hearing. There's no one upset at an adoption hearing at all. If anyone's crying, it's tears of joy. People usually cry tears of joy. The judge was really sweet about everything. And they found a way to do a picture of the adoptive family and the kids. And the judge, by doing like a Zoom split screen picture, it turned out really cute. It was really nice. So... It just was this week where I was, oh my gosh, like insane. So the next week, I had a fairly busy week as well. And the weekend, I um, worked all day Sunday. I worked all day because I knew the upcoming week was going to be difficult. And I just had a bunch of stuff that I needed to get done. Things that I work on on the weekends tend to be motions that need to be filed. But I'll also do a lot of reading of transcripts outlining transcripts. Um, if I have some cases that I need to read, I'll read those. It's a lot of file review, like things that I can do quietly and can do at home. And, and Sunday was that day where I just really did all of that. So the next day I go into work and I'm feeling so great. I, like, I'm so organized. I'm so ready to go. The, um, the stacks for my staff are you know, both of them have a ton of work to do, but I just feel really 
organized, like I have everything set up for them, and I'm ready to go. And it just starts out, boom, terrible. I get a email from someone that's just awful, like just awful, <laughs> saying like terrible things about me. And um, it's hard to talk about these things with without getting into detail. So I really won't, but I'll tell you, I was very upset and hurt. And then I get another one kind of on the similar vein, but from a different person. And I just felt this isn't even worth it. It's not worth it today. <laughs> That's it. I've done as much as I can do. I took my work and I went home. Before I went home, I went and saw my mom and dad. I just felt like seeing my mother for a little bit. Um, and went home and just worked quietly for the rest of the day, took a walk, felt a little bit better after that, but it just was a, a stinky day. Um, and then on top of it, I was starting to feel very stressed. Thanksgiving was looming. So it was a week and a half away. I had nothing prepared, just nothing at all. I didn't even have the mem menu done. And I don't do anything fancy. I'm going to be honest. I am not doing gourmet cooking. It's a very simple, but I didn't have a thing ready for it. I didn't have any groceries bought for Thanksgiving, just nothing. I was still sort of in Halloween mode. A lot of times I really, really dread when Halloween is over. And I was kind of okay with it. Like, you know what, now we're in the fall because Arizona tends to be hot until Halloween. And the first few weeks of November have remained hot. So that's been disappointing. I've heard California is kind of having the same thing going on. And also when that happens, like it's very cold in the morning, and then it gets hot in the afternoon, everyone gets sick. So I've been worn down. I had strep, uh, which I got over pretty quickly. I was on antibiotics, so that was good. I was having severe allergy attacks and um, just ready for like Halloween and the hotness to be over. I'll tell you, my grandson Adam is not ready for Halloween to be over. He will not stop watching these videos by some YouTubers called Steve and Maggie where they sing Halloween songs. My daughter tried to put on the Thanksgiving episode for him and then the Christmas episode and he screamed and cried. So he's still in Halloween mode too. But I was ready for Thanksgiving. The, at least the time frame. And I, I start, I'm just starting to get stressed out where I'm not ready for this. Just all of a sudden it was here. It was Halloween was over. It felt like we had all the time in the world and suddenly it was Thanksgiving. And I'm, I have all these projects coming up with like all these due dates. And am I feeling thankful about any of this? No, I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm feeling miserable. And that's Monday. And also on Monday, I had, there's a, a, a cycle place. If you've ever heard of Soul Cycle, but this isn't it, it's called Cycle Bar, but it's the same thing. It's where you take a spin class. And I've gone there in the past, and it's fun. One thing I really like is exercising in the dark. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just more relaxing. They turn off all the lights. They have a little spotlight on the instructor. They play hip-hop music, and 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 sometimes it's like hip-hop music from the 80s or the 90s. Sometimes it's more current. They have fun playlists, and the instructors just kind of yell positive stuff at you, um, just like positive affirmations, and they walk around and they smile at you. There's a little bit of an upper body workout. Uh, there's the weights on your bike that you, they, you take off during the the cycling and you and you do a a little bit of a lifting which I like and have gotten away from since um, my personal trainer retired and since COVID so cycle bar sent me some um, free classes and I'm like great three free classes that sounds great be nice to be in a class setting again. I remember how much I enjoyed it before. And when they sent me the classes, the first thing I did was get sick and wasn't able to go. But I was finally better. And on Monday, I had signed up for a class. I actually signed up for a 6 a.m. class. This place is not close to me, which means I would have to leave at 5.30, get up at 5. And 
it also comes during the time where I have to get my daughter up for school. So with the best intentions when I made the class, when it came around to Monday morning, it was clear to me it wasn't happening. So I I canceled that class and then did a 5 p.m. one, again with sort of like the best intentions of getting to a 5 p.m. class, figured I have plenty of time based on how my day was, and I couldn't make it to a 5 p.m. class. But then I canceled that one and made it to a 6.45 class. I actually made it. And it was so much fun. There was a great instructor. Her name was Destiny. And I will tell you, I am not the most athletically inclined. So I know that I am not the fastest or strongest person in there. I turn off the notification so that I'm not on the um, board. Like people kind of compete with compete with each other. Like I'm not here to compete with anything. I'm here to have fun and get a little exercise. And it was just great. It was wonderful. When I got there, they had written my name on a locker. Welcome back, Florence. And the instructor was just so nice. She was smiling the whole time. And I walked out of there skipping. Like after the most horrible day, it just felt wonderful. And then to counteract going to a spin class, I went to Crumble, which is the cookie. Um, it's kind of like sprinkles for cupcakes, but it's with cookies and they sell you big warm cookies and bought a box of cookies to bring home. And then I went to Bath and Body Works, which is right there and bought some hand soap. And I felt like I'd run a couple of errands. Like it started to feel like a normal person after that crappy day. And it was nice because I knew Tuesday was going to be very difficult. I had 10 meetings scheduled on Tuesday, a combination of court hearings and meetings. And it started first thing in the morning and then went to um, like five-ish. And I had one last free class left at Cycle Bar. So I scheduled for 6.15 and I thought, if I can't make it, no harm done. It's the last day I can use it. But I made it and went two days in a row. And that really felt good to me. To me, that was a huge sense of accomplishment. And then when I left, because obviously they're not giving free classes just because they feel like giving free classes, (laughs) they want you to sign up for a program. And they have a variety of ones that you could do. And I did the minimum because it is difficult for me to get there. So to try to do like an unlimited, I would never use it. But I did four times a month, and I'm going to try this and see how it works. I figure that's a commitment of one time a week. They have classes every day of the week. And uh, it's not too expensive. It's not free, obviously, but you can cancel at any time with a 30-day notice. So I said, I'm going to try this just for something fun and to get out of my head. And I will tell you something about doing a cycling class. I can't do anything else during it. So at home, I will do a lot of workouts. And I've done a lot of YouTube workouts. Um, I have a couple people that I like on YouTube. I've gone back to the old Cindy Crawford workouts from the 90s that I used to do. And through my health insurance, they gave me a free year of Peloton. So they didn't give me a free bike, but the app Peloton. And on the app, there is any kind of workout that you could imagine in the world. And they do collaborations with artists on their music. So right before I got on this podcast, I did a stretching vid- I did a stretching video on Peloton to Ed Sheeran music. And they have a bunch of ones that are all Beyonce music. I saw one that was for Usher music. So they just real fun, you know? And I I they actually work pretty well for me. And I have a little setup in my room where I just have a yoga mat. I have some bands, you know, the bands that you put on your legs. And I also have um, 10 pound weights, uh, 10 pounds each hand. I, I want to keep it just a little bit heavier. I, I used to lift heavier amounts when I worked out with that trainer and I've just lost it all since um, I don't work out with her anymore. I would if she was still around, but she kind of retired from being a personal trainer. Uh, So anyways, I went to the class. They were, again, like very kind. I signed up for a program. And the, the very, very good thing, which I kind of got off topic on, is 
I can't do anything else when I'm doing these classes. My phone either stays in my car or goes in a locker. I don't have my ear pods on. I don't have anything with me when I am on that bike. It is away from me. So I can't answer my phone. I can't be bothered. I do have my watch. So I guess it's possible that texts can come through. But I really am just focused on doing that. And when I'm doing it, I'm finding myself smiling. Like it's just so relaxing. And so by then, now I'm two nights of doing this. And I'm I'm tired. And I know I can't really go home and cook dinner. And the other nice thing about this place is... It's in a shopping area where we go, which we go to quite a bit. But if you're already at home, you don't run there and get something. If you're there, it's very easy to bring something home. So I stopped at Panera and I bought a bunch of, um, just bought an assortment of stuff. I bought a couple of soups and some bread bowls and my daughter likes the macaroni and cheese. So I bought all of that and brought it home and very easy dinner. Sorry, I'm going through my notes. (laughs) Okay, so my next cycling class is going to be next Monday, and my teenage daughter is going with me, and I'm just going to try to go, you know, a couple times a month. That is my goal. So, I'm still feeling stressed out at this point, like starting to relax a little bit, but after Thanksgiving, I have a two-day trial ton of meetings coming up over the next week and a half. A very busy, so it's Tuesday night at this point, a very busy Wednesday and a busy Thursday. So again, I'm just feeling the stress. It's just churning where I can't stop thinking about my schedule. And some one thing that I do actually is a sort of tip for putting it away is I will look at my calendar for the next day before I go to bed and sort of mentally do my calendar. Sometimes this backfires. I will be honest about this because you look at it and you just get stressed. But rather than it, but usually what happens the vast majority of the time is I look at my calendar and I think, okay, here's what the day looks like. I'll even like, try to think of little things to sort of motivate myself. Like, hey, my afternoon meetings are telephonic. I could have Renee pick us up iced coffees. And it's just like a little bit of a boost to know that I have like that as a treat waiting for me. Or I might be able to say, well, look at this. Like I can be home by three o'clock and then work at home for the rest of the day. Little things like that. Or going in a little bit later. You know, I'll really just try to plan it out to make the day as efficient as possible and as stress-free as possible. So Wednesday's kind of a similar day, like court and meetings. And then I get to Thursday, and I had some Zoom meetings. One was with someone who I consider a very good friend, and it was more of a, it was a friend meeting. And I got to laugh and relax and talk about stuff that was fun. And then I had two Zoom meetings that were law stuff, but I wasn't really on. I was more of a participant. So that was nice. And then that evening, I had an event that I have been planning for for months. I mean, probably since June or July. Every year I attend the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation event. My very good friend, Lisa Jackson, who's also my accountant, she's on the board. She was getting honored this year as a Lifetime Achievement Award. And so I bought a table. Also, I bought the table as kind of a thank you to some clients where I could invite invite them and we could go as a, you know, as a group and, and just have a nice time. They always have a nice dinner and it's educational because you learn about Crohn's and there's a fun auction and then there's a, a silent auction and all of it is just very relaxing. But here's the thing. This thing is not very close to my house. It's probably like 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic. You dress up somewhat. And um, I got home, I put on my dress, very pretty, a long black dress, put on my heels, redid my makeup. And 
I wanted to take an Uber because I thought I don't feel like driving, but my husband was going and he's like, it's no problem. I can drive. He's like, I'm fine. I'm not stressed. I'm not tired. Let me drive. And so the drive there, I was just able to uh, veg in the passenger seat. The other thing is one of my Zoom calls happened at five o'clock. So I was on the Zoom call while we were traveling. So I was just sitting there like a mute and my husband kept talking to me and I was like honey I'm still on this call I'm still on this call and it was um for ninth circuit tips so I like really really needed to hear this thing so in any event oh and my sister-in-law was in the car too so we I couldn't even chat with her because we were I was on this zoom thing and then we get to the place and we got there like in perfect timing I felt like I was running late and it started at six and we got there I'm not joking like 604 and and only a handful of people were there. What a a, re, a real reason that I was worried about not getting there on time is because I had guests. So that was something that I had originally anticipated would be fun that I had this table. I w- didn't want my guests to get there before me and wonder where am I supposed to be? Where's Florence? Is she coming? You know, that sort of thing. So I got there a perfect timing. And minutes later, my guests walked in, it was great. And my sister in law was there as well. And we just had a nice night. Um, we came home. So the event ended, you know, kind of late for me. And I got home about 11 which is so late for me. I I am not joking. I go to bed at like nine. Sometimes I'm in bed at eight. I don't really go to sleep at eight unless it's just been, you know, one of those horrible, horrible weeks where I'm so drained and need to go to bed at eight. But I go to, I probably fall asleep between nine and 10 every night. And so to be up at 11 is crazy because by nine, my eyes are closing and sometimes I'm even falling asleep on the couch. Uh, so, but I was so happy, you know, it just ended up being such a lovely night. So it, it, it did get me start, start thinking about um, being thankful for things because Thursday turned out lovely and all of a sudden all these connections around me were happening. So where I was having such a negative negative interactions at the beginning of the week by Thursday I was getting like such wonderful nice feedback kind of good news Um, I won an award oh I guess about a month ago for a federal district court pro bono attorney because I've been working in the federal clinic for pro bono litigants where I give them consultations. I've been working in this clinic since day one of it. And they gave me an award this year and they sent me this really heavy crystal award. My picture was in the Arizona Attorney Magazine in this wonderful advertisement. And it just was so thrilling. And then I got a call this week that I'm invited to the federal Um, Christmas party and all the federal judges are going to be there and so they asked if I can bring my award that's already been sent to me so the judge can actually hand it to me and we can do a picture and I thought how nice like how lovely and then I had another friend just tell me that he had recommended me for something and I don't know if anything will ever come of it but it was just such a nice recommendation it was great So now I'm starting to like feel good and feel thankful. Friday comes around. I had no meetings, finally. No meetings, no court on Friday. But I really, really needed to get some some Thanksgiving errands done. It ended up taking a huge chunk of the day. And I brought my daughter and my grandson and we had lunch. So all of that was nice too, you know, but it just really kept me away from the office. But I also figured, hey, I'm pretty caught up. Like, this is not going to be bad. I'm going to go into the office on Friday afternoon. There's going to be a couple of phone calls. I'll go through my emails. I'll grab work for the weekend. And boom, I'll be out of there. 
Five hours later, I was not out of there. I didn't get home until about 6.30. It was just all of a sudden a lot. You know, I think people were calling before the end of the weekend. Um, I turned off one of my advertising um, methods temporarily so that I could get a break from the work that comes in from that. And I actually left one of my advertising methods permanently, another one, because of the amount of work that's coming in. And I talked to another attorney who's a friend, and we were just talking about how busy it really is. Really, really difficult. So when I walked out of the office, during the time I was in the office, I just felt like this is too much. I'm going to be here till 10 o'clock. I can't I'm, I'm not getting through these emails. There's just emails after emails. And finally, it just shut off. Like around 5.30, emails stopped coming in. They were coming in in droves before then. Like every time I looked at my email, there'd be like an extra 30 emails. And when I first sat down, there was 100 that had just come in, just come in from the time that I was running my errands. So I just was all frazzled and then it was over like it I was I felt all organized I had everything ready to bring home and ready for next week and my calendar page ready for next week and just ready to go and so I brought work home and I'll tell you about my Saturday because this really got me thinking about being grateful oh but um just to finish up with Friday when I got home I had actually had, because I had went to Whole Foods earlier, I had uh, purchased some um, burritos that were Ethiopian burritos. Um, I love Ethiopian food. If you've never had it, do yourself a favor. It's very flavorful, but not necessarily super spicy. Like to me, Indian food can sometimes be so spicy that it's not enjoyable, but Ethiopian food is kind of like Indian food, but not like crazy spicy. Maybe like a little bit of a, a little bit of heat, but not anything bad. And Whole Foods, there's a restaurant in town, which I have to go to um, soon because it's so delicious. It's, um, I know I'm going to screw this up, Cafe La Bella in Tempe, which is an Ethiopian food restaurant. And they sell some of their food at Whole Foods near me. So I bought some of their wraps and brought them home and just microwaved them and cut them up and we shared them and that was it. And it was so super simple dinner, like great. And then I, my daughter was doing her homework, uh, my oldest daughter, the one who's back at ASU. And I sat down next to her. I said, you want to do work kind of side by side? That's been our new thing as well you know, sit on the couch or sit on the kitchen table and she'll do her homework and I'll do whatever I'm working on. So I started reading a brief and I got through it, but I started to feel like knocked out, conked out. And then I went upstairs and I figured I would be asleep in minutes. And then for some reason, I just started going down the rabbit hole of planning travel. (laughs) I want to take my family to Disneyland at the end of January. And I've had the days marked off on my calendar. Um, These are the days, you know, we've been planning to go. My husband's um, stepping out of it. (laughs) He's going to not go to Disneyland. It is not really his ideal trip, (laughs) but we're going to try it with two infants and um, my three daughters and my son-in-law and see how it goes. So I had found the hotel that I wanted to stay in, which had like really cool rooms that have like two bedrooms and two bathrooms, really like a small apartment and not horribly expensive, really not too expensive at all. And um, it's on Marriott Bonvoy so I can get points and all of that helps for any future travel. And so we had picked out the days and then I started looking at my at, at flights because we decided to fly there or I decided we fly there. And I looked and I realized if we went the day before, it saved considerable amount of money. It saved about $400 on the flights 
and it saved, or maybe like 500 because there's a lot of us flying, and it saved about 500 on the hotel. So uh, I told everyone, change of plans. We're going to leave the day before. I was going to do three days in the park and realize with two infants, why don't we do ourselves a favor and make it two days in the parks, one day Disneyland, one day California Adventure. I would really love, one time I, I did this um, when my, my, before my baby was born, <laughs> so really long time ago, and my two little girls were little, we went to Disneyland and we did a five day and we just went to the park every day and just sort of mulled around, like took it easy, you know, cause nobody was in a hurry. There wasn't, we didn't have to get through certain things. We could go for a few hours and go back to the hotel and take a nap. It really was ideal. I don't know that I'll ever have time like that again. And it actually worked because I had oral arguments in Pasadena, California, near there, sort of. Um, and one was on Monday and one was on Friday. This really tells that I was young because what kind of energy is this? I did an oral argument on Monday, an oral argument on Friday, and we stayed at the in California for a week. And five days we went to Disneyland, and two days we went to Universal. And I did oral arguments on these days as well. So it was very crazy. Wow, I haven't thought about that trip in a long time. But in any event, it um, it's nice when you can have time to kind of stretch it out. But we really don't not with everyone's work schedule and school schedule. But I think I finally found the ideal schedule. In any event, I just start going down this rabbit hole of planning travel and looking at flights and all this stuff. And the next thing I know, it's like closer to 10. And I was starting to go to sleep. And then my daughter brought in the littlest baby, the one year old. And he was feeling kind of stuffy and coughing a bit. You know, when you have little kids, there's always something in the house. And she put him on the bed and he was really cute and happy to see me. And we played for a little bit. And then she took him to bed and I went to sleep. And um, so now we're at Saturday morning. Today's Saturday, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And my daughter and I, the youngest one, we had signed up to volunteer through our church. The church was doing a day of service across the valley. And in our area, it was to do a cleanup at two schools just to pick up garbage around the grounds. So I didn't have to get up first thing in the morning. I could sleep till like 6.45, 7. Guess what? 5.30 in the morning. I'm up. I can't go back to sleep. I again start going down the rabbit hole of looking at travel and I'm answering emails and, and just doing some kind of more kind of personal business. And then I look at the clock and it's about 15 minutes before I have to get up. So I close my eyes for 15 minutes just to refresh, which probably made me more tired. And then I got up and got ready and we went and volunteered and it was nice. You know, it's one of those things where you sign up and you're very uh, excited about it. Like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's going to be nice. Spend some time with my daughter, see other people from the church. And then when it comes, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. Um, I, have, I have to get up early. You know, you start thinking all these things. And then it's like, when you're there, you're like, okay, I do have time for this. I can do this. And it just feels better. And we ended up having a really nice time. We picked up a ton of garbage. So it was gross. <laughs> And came back and we, um, my daughter and I were just feeling energized from it. So we took the babies from the other two girls and took the babies to the park and the boys played and they were so happy. And my two older daughters got a little bit of a break to do their laundry and rest a little bit. It wasn't that long. It was like an hour, but like even an hour, they were so grateful for. And then we came back. And I cleaned up a little bit and I got in the tub and I worked and read magazines and it was so nice. Like, oh my gosh, so nice. So I'm really thinking about this topic of being grateful and, uh, oh, I'll tell you what else I did when I was in the tub. I was listening to Aretha Franklin's Amazing Grace and 
just feeling like relieved and refreshed and thankful and grateful and happy. Like I felt happy. I think I was just sitting there smiling. I went from a week ago where I was ready to quit law to feeling excited about Thanksgiving and um, the next week and just moving forward. So that's why I was thinking about counting my blessings. And like I said, I'm a big complainer. My listeners will hear me complain a lot. I think part of my podcast, a big part of it may may be me just venting about things. (laughs) So thank you. It kind of works as therapy. Hopefully there's like some takeaways from it for you. But um, just, you know, a lot of times it's really easy just to have this negative energy. And I'll tell you, I blame it a lot on what I do. People don't call me when they're happy or when things are good. With a few exceptions, estate planning, you know, people are doing it because they're thinking about their future um, in a good way, you know, like, hey, I'm planning for the future in case anything happens. For most people doing estate planning, it's not an emergency, but I've had people come to me with estate planning where they're terminally ill and they like really, really need to think about this. Um, Adoptions are, again, the other exception where it's just happy. You're bringing a family together. Otherwise, there just can be a lot of misery. Uh, When you reach a settlement, sometimes that can lead to happiness and relief. But until they've reached the settlement and whatever the case is, there's probably a lot of heartbreak and heartache for people when they're in whatever type of litigation they're in, whether it's uh, civil or criminal or family. So like I said, people don't come to me because they're happy. And I think that is just something that I carry around in my heart quite a bit. And I have to step away from that and make sure that I don't let that bring me down. Because I, I'm telling you, I went through 10 days where I was really, really down in the dumps and came out of it by forces, I think, that are outside of me <laughs> that just, I got very lucky and very blessed, but it really did make me count my blessings. And I'm going to count them for you. I have 10 that I want to count. These are not all the blessings in my life because I feel I have so many blessings and blessed in so many ways. But as I sat down and just jotted a list, this was my list. Family and friends. I think that's everyone's blessing. The people that you have that are close to you, they bring you so much. And hopefully from uh, knowing you, maybe they get a little something back from it. Another blessing is baths and showers. I don't think I would have lived very well in, in a time period where they didn't bathe. I remember reading about, um, I think it was like during the bubonic plague, like that area, like the 1500s, where people really didn't wash because they thought it was not good for you, that it made you ill. And I think also it wasn't available. And the aristocrats would cover themselves up, cover up the, the stink of themselves with heavy perfume. And then there was no things like indoor plumbing. I would not have been happy in this area. So to be able to turn on a faucet and hot water comes out and you can get clean, that's amazing. Another blessing for me is magazines and books. What probably like in the obviously in the top 10 of greatest joys because this I'm putting in my top 10 is sitting down and reading. I've always loved reading. I remember when I was little, I couldn't wait to read. And as soon as I could start reading, I would read everything. Another blessing is my favorite blanket. I have this blanket, which I think is the kind of blanket that they may give you in the hospital, but is so soft. Right now it has a giant hole in it. (laughs) So I'm like really scared that's really going to unravel. But I cover up with this blanket every night. And um, when I rub my feet on it at night, it just is so soothing and so nice. And I pull it up to my chin and put it on my cheek. And it just makes me feel like I can actually relax. Uh, 
Another blessing is walks and exercise. You've heard me say it before. I am not the most athletic person, but I do know I need this. And I'm not going to run out. I'm not going to go out and ever run a marathon. In fact, I don't even run anymore because of some of my uh, back and hip problems. But I'm going to keep walking and moving as much as I can to just try to keep that energy going. If you ever have a day where you are just home and maybe you really haven't done a lot, Sunday seems to be a good day for this, you start streaming a show and the next thing you know you've watched like six or seven of them and then the day is over and it just feels to me like a waste of a day and you feel exhausted. You haven't done anything and you feel exhausted. So those are the types of things I think about when I think, girl, keep moving, <laughs> keep moving, whatever it is. And I sometimes get bored with like different uh, types of exercise. Um, so I try something new, you know, now I'm going back to doing the, the spin classes and um, walks. I think I never get tired of because I have the, I can listen to podcasts. And so I'm just not in, in my head the whole time. Um, but I like to try new things. For a while, I was doing a lot of yoga. Now I do like a tiny bit of yoga, mainly to help um, just stretch me out a little bit, not really like the power yoga. Um, and, and it's because I get bored with things. And I'll try something new. And if you're bored with whatever you're doing, try something new. But keep moving. Another uh, blessing is vacation planning. I have read reports that say that planning for vacation is just as relaxing or even maybe more so than actually going on the vacation. For me, that is absolutely the case. When I am planning for a vacation, it's like pie in the sky, stars circling around me, the sun is shining. Just, I, I love planning for a vacation. When the vacation actually comes, <laughs> and for the week or so before, that's a very stressful stressful time for me because I start thinking things like, I can't be out of the office. There's too much going on. I have deadlines coming. Um, I'm going to have all these emails. I'm going to be answering emails the whole vacation. Um, and then just things like nothing the the discomfort of traveling. Oh, I'm going to have to go to the airport and um, I'm going to be sleeping in a bed that's not mine. And what if the bed's not comfortable? Yeah, these probably sound like crazy first world problems. <laughs> like what if the bed's not comfortable? But you start thinking about stuff like that. What if I can't sleep when I'm there? You know, things, things along those lines. And every time I go on vacation, the first night I cannot sleep. I just cannot fall asleep. So I just start having anxiety about the actual travel. You know, what if I lost my purse when I was traveling? Uh, what if I uh, can't, something happens to my phone? You know, start thinking of like these worst case scenarios instead of just getting in relaxation mode. Um, but vacation planning, for sure, on the list of blessings. You know what? Vacations as well. <laughs> I like planning for vacations more, I think, than the actual vacation. But of course, the vacations are a blessing. Church is a blessing or whatever it is that you do. And maybe it isn't church, but maybe it is um, talking to a therapist or just taking a meditation, yoga, uh, taking a long walk and just clearing your head. Like whatever it is that helps you spiritually and helps your heart, that is a blessing. Laughter is a blessing. I think I laugh a lot. I think I laugh kind of um, all the time. <laughs> um, I think a lot of stuff is funny. I think a lot of juvenile things are funny. And laughing is a great release. Another blessing that I'll um, say is Aretha and Whitney. Those voices, oh my, oh my. And I don't mean just those two, although I was listening to both of them recently, and so I was thinking about them. But any music is a blessing. 
a lot of times I won't listen to music because I'm listening to podcasts or I'm reading something. And usually if I'm reading something music, I know there's lots of people who can study with music or read with music. I've never really been that person. And sometimes music, um, oh, I don't know, almost stresses me out more where like talking is more relaxing to me. With music, I think I can think more. If I'm listening to someone talk, it's you're focusing on the talking um, instead of like with the music, like your mind can take you out of it. But I do definitely um, enjoy music and that is a blessing. Disney is a blessing. I'm so excited about going to Disneyland. I haven't been there in three years, I guess. You know, we were supposed to go um, April 2020. I had a big family trip planned with my nephew and his girlfriend and I think my niece and my kids. Like a really big trip. And um, it shut down. Everything shut down, you know. And I kept thinking... (laughs) I kept thinking, oh, you know, we'll be able to go in June, maybe. And no, no, you know, it just went away. So I'm very excited that it's open and being able to make a trip for it and finding a hotel that works for us, like very, very excited. This one will be my last blessing is going to be a little repetitive, but I can't stop talking about these kids. And my last blessing is my grandson's. They make me laugh every day. They're so cute. They're so fun. They're getting so smart. They're so active. You know, sometimes they look like two little men, even though they're two and one. And um, they're just lovely to be around. They're just the greatest. So those are my blessings. I thought I'd do 10 of them. Like I said, I have so many more blessings. I feel blessed in so many ways. And... Um, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. I will say this. Um, I don't have anything to recommend for watching as part of my whole working like a maniac for the last two weeks and having events. Uh, I have not had any time to watch any movies. I haven't watched anything new. I haven't been to the movies. The last movie that I saw was, uh, one night or last night. I always mess up the title of this movie last night in Soho which I talked about last time it was pretty good um maybe wait for streaming like it was just kind of fine um but otherwise I haven't watched anything when I go to bed at night I've been putting on Buffy the Vampire Slayer I'm probably on my fourth time watching this series maybe more maybe like six I will tell you this if you've never watched that series watch it. Do not give up during the first or second season. The first and second season are good, like they're fine. But as you go into further seasons, and the whole, all the characters are developed and their storylines are developed, um, in sort of the beginning of Buffy, it's more like a, a lot of, okay, Here's like the best way I can describe it. So if you've ever watched the X-Files, the X-Files has like two ways of doing episodes. One is like a standalone episode where it's like monster of the week or mystery of the week and they solve it. And then there's the whole X-Files mythology. X-Files kind of fell off the cliff for me. And then for a while, Mulder was gone and then Scully was gone and there was two different X-File people. So it just wasn't consistent. But Buffy the Vampire Slayer is very consistent, very good, and it gets better with, um, there's seven seasons, season six, maybe one of my all-time favorite seasons of any television show in the history of shows. As I was watching it, and you know, my kids have all watched this, and and my mom, (laughs) my mom loves Buffy the Vampire Slayer, my brother loves it, and we, um... I was watching it and I've been saying, you know, as I've been talking to my mom and, and talking to um, the girls, I was saying, you know, 
I didn't ever really thought about it, but season six, there's so many things that happen where every episode is so well written and, and they do sometimes kind of have like a standalone thing, but they're also developing the stories and, and some romances and some breakups and it's, it's crazy. I, I really can't tell any, tell you anything about it because number one, if you haven't watched it, it's not going to make any sense <laughs> and I don't want to spoil anything for you either. It's a, it's a really good show. I know it's from the 90s. Um, but it doesn't feel dated to me. It's a show that carries on. And there's only a couple shows for me that do that. I think a lot of shows tend to get dated after a period of time. Uh, like one show I'll never go back to is Lost, because that show I think is very for that time. And um, But other shows that don't age for me are Sopranos, Sex and the City, Breaking Bad, that just can be watched over and over again. Seinfeld, Friends. You know, even though those are older shows, just the humor and the storylines, they're, they're very universal for all time. Okay, so that's my little spiel about a show that has been off the air for about 20 years. <laughs> all right, thank you so much for listening. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Patreon under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm also on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name or under my law office. And my website is brummerlaw.com. Thanks so much, and I'll be back in two weeks.